You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Client List After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's The Client List After Show. Love this. <laughs> did you miss this, Dua? I did. I'm so happy to be back. I do wish. I like. I like when it really gets going. Does your husband know about what you do? He never understands. Oh no! (laughs) Good evening, After Buzzers. Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another client list show for you. We are on episode season two, episode seven, and I am Sarah Huggins, joined by the lovely and talented Dua Casey. How is everybody? We miss David. He's not here this week. My heart is hurting. It is. I know I was talking to Sarah earlier about people must think that me and David hate each other since we're not on the show together. And like we always miss each other. Like he's here and I'm not. I'm here and he's not. I love David and I miss him. I was thinking about just doing the show as him. Today? That would be cool, like a special <laughs> Halloween episode. Yeah, you could I'm, do a bow tie. I'm going to be David. That's <laughs> cool. That's I'll have like a little comb over, and I'll wear like a really. Key. He's always dressed so nicely. I know he's, he's so fashionable and he adorable. Is. Very, miss very you, sweet. David. But let's. This was an insane episode, life changing. Yes, yes. Boundaries were crossed. And they call it the indecent proposal episode. Uh, <laughs> but the actual title of the episode is I'm Not Broke, But Badly Bent. Yes. And you know what I found out this week? Um, mm. Thank you, by the way, to Susan Poncel, and she's a.k.a. Screen Queen 71 on Twitter. Each title is the name of a country song. Aha. Uh-huh. Right? That's, yeah. And so this week, um, the I'd never heard the song before, but it's the same title. And it's by David Grisman, and it's an old like folky country song. Oh, that's great. I think that maybe we should play the songs as our intros now. We totally should. Oh, I wish I would have known that. Thank you. I know. No, I just found it out. That is so fun. I'm not sure how she found that out, but it's a fun well, fact. I thought it would have been funny if the episode was titled Rita Righty. <laughs> Do you remember? She was talking oh she when she was talking to Georgia about how she had had never slept with anybody else. Oh, and she was right. like, and she was like, yeah, I get, I get horny, but I just talked to Rita Wrighty. Yes, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't, I, I didn't get that. Like, I had to rewind it a couple times. Oh yeah, see, here's the song. It's really cute, right? <laughs> yeah, I like it. They should do like the theme song every week. Is that because the client list doesn't really have a theme song? No, they don't. They don't. They don't even have like an intro song, really. No, they don't. So, this is awesome. I could listen to this the entire time. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a sawdust joint. Yeah. Um, so Lynette is in rehab. Yep. We found that out this yep. week. Which 
Now, is she in rehab because of the booze or because of the pills? I think because of the pills, because they said that she had five prescriptions to different for different pain medications. Yeah, that's so. A lot. And on top of with that and alcohol, I mean, she was just clearly she was already kind of borderline alcoholic, possibly. Yeah. So I feel like she's in a really lonely place. I know. Like whatever happened, she was seeing that she was sexting that guy. Whatever happened to him? I feel like we haven't heard about him. Oh, that's true, and that's why she got in the accident. But she, well, last season they gave her. I don't know if you saw it, but they gave her a boyfriend last season, and he turned mm-hmm. out to be like kind of a scammer. Um, it would be nice, yeah, if they like either brought him back or put someone else in that. She's yeah, she's seeming slot. She seems to be a little, I, and I hate to say this because I love her character and I, I and I think that she's great, but she seems a little bit codependent. Like if she doesn't have a man in her life, she's really lonely Definitely. and sad. And I think that she is coming to terms with getting older. Um, so much of the show has a lot to do with sex appeal and part of that is being young and vibrant and mama's getting older yeah and she's you know she moved in back she moved back in with her daughter like it's getting to the point where like you know it's not that she can't take care of herself but things happen like things happened a couple of episodes ago yeah so I mean she's I think that she's in a really sad place and um and so now she's in rehab so hopefully it'll be better but this is a rehab that now Riley has to pay for right right (laughs) right Right, because Mama can't work. Lynette cannot work now. Yep. And, you know, yeah, it's just another thing to add to the list. The first of many right now that in this episode. Contribute that, to her desperation. Yes, exactly. Um, and the second thing that happens, it was like literally just like a chain of events tonight. Like, mm-hmm. or, or Sunday night. Goodness, what day is it? <laughs> Hello. Um, <laughs> wake up, Sarah. Um, but it was like... I mean, mom is in rehab, boom, starts off with that. Then Travis is having problems reading mm-hmm. and is dyslexic. That's mm-hmm. like what I got I, from it. It is. Right? He is dyslexic. And I loved that scene because the scene was so beautiful. It was a scene with Travis and Le- um, Lacey. <laughs> always get their names that. wrong. Travis, Lacey, and Riley. And Riley and Travis were on the on the couch together, and he was talking about his you know what was going on and like all of the letters were getting jumbled and then she asked him to spell cake and it was this telepathic conversation between Lacey and Riley where she's like my son has a learning disability right and now this isn't behavioral this is just you know this is just he can't read and now he feels stupid and he feels picked on by the other kids well and he was getting in trouble at school that's how it became you know sort of clear what grade is he in do we know um, I don't. I would say it's still elementary school. I'm yeah. sure. He seems like he's about like anywhere between like seven and nine. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. That's something my like that. Too. So that's like second or second, third, something like that. But, um, you know, it's a shame because I think kids with le- learning disabilities, especially in this like current school system, like they will get pushed aside because you need that one on one attention. So that's something else. That's now a tutor that she has to pay for. Well, and I love that she was just like, I mean, I don't know. I don't have children, but automatically I'm like, okay, learning disability, like, all right, you know, that can be helped. But she was like, you know, no, this has to be taken care of right now. And that's it, you know? So I think that I'm, I'm not a mother either, but I would think that being a mother, when you know that your child is having some type of problem, like it's that it's that it's that mother nature like you need to help your kid you need to help them now like you can't put it on the back burner it would probably take priority over everything even over Kyle 
Like, that's her kid. Yeah, absolutely. And I found it ironic, too, that Kyle and Travis got in trouble at the same time, father and son. Oh, funny. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. yeah. They were both getting in trouble at the same time. So there's still, like, they're, the show is still showing a connection between yeah. them, even though they're not with each other, which I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I like that. That's a really good observation. Thank you. So, second, oh, I wrote this down. I really loved it. He was like, Mommy, I got a migraine. <laughs> a migraine. That was the cutest thing on the planet. It was very British. Yes. Yeah. Mom, Mom, I have a migraine. Mommy, I have a migraine. That was amazing. I'm going to start saying that for Do now. Do kids have migraines? Is that possible? Kids can get them? I don't even know. I don't think so. Right? I, well, That's I, like hormone. I, uh, I don't know. I'm not a migraine specialist. Call in say. and let us know. Yeah, <laughs> call in and let us know if you are a migraine specialist, a neurologist out there. Uh, <laughs> All neurologists on yeah. alert. Call Hello. in. Let us know. Hello. <laughs> uh, well, the most lighthearted, what I loved about this episode, and we'll get into the big, you know, to do. The big to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but what I loved is I liked the shower stuff with Lacey because it they literally went from intense to like more of like a like a lighthearted fun. I mean, not that it was fun, but it was funny. It was humorous, mm-hmm. you know, and I liked it. I liked that they like included that in this episode. Um, Lacey's sister-in-law is having what was it her fifth kid? Alicia, I think was it Arlene? Arlene. Arlene. Oh, I'm so good at the names. I know. No, I think I'm. I'm just terrible. But yes, you are very good. I'm terrible (laughs) with the names. (laughs) Um, So Dale's sister was in town, and Mm -hmm. she enlisted Lacey to help throw her baby shower, which I believe is her fifth child. Yeah. Which automatically, because Lacey and Dale have been trying to have kids, um, is a little. You know, like Smack a touchy, in the face. Yeah, a little touchy subject. Like, great, you can have five kids. I can't even have one yet. You know, mm-hmm. and all that. And the original venue fell through. So um, Riley made you know stuff happen to <laughs> nothing yeah. like a baby shower at a bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a good you know Harold's bar. It's it's awesome. Multifunctional. Yeah, exactly. And she, I I liked it though. I thought it was really good. I thought. Um, Lacey had a really good scene, like, at the end when she, you know, was able to kind of tell her sister-in-law what her frustration was, and, like, mm-hmm. she kind of blew up at the shower. Was very assertive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I like, well, what I really liked about that was, first of all, I like that they did it at Harold's Bar because it gave Georgia a, a few more scenes in the episode. Right. But I like that what triggered her was the fact that her sister-in-law, Dale's sister, was so unmoved by this amazing gift that Dale really worked hard on. Right. And that was it. Like, that's what she, and she set it off. And, like, the motivation for her blowing up was, hey, you know what? You are not going to talk badly about my husband. So it just showed, again, that Lacey is an awesome friend and an amazing wife. And she's loyal. But she, you know, she's she set that boundary and she just really went off. And I like how Georgia went off first. But then she's like, no, 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 no. I got this. Right. I'm going to say what's on my mind. Um, I did feel like the baby shower, though, was the actual setting and everything on the baby shower. It looked like the tea party in Alice in Wonderland. To oh, me. no, I know. Yeah. It, it, and it all totally, their outfits. It was like it was so over like the even the, like the line. Um, 
what it was the lining the tablecloth the, the lining the lining on the table <laughs> hey, um the tablecloth it was so it was so overdone and but i like that all these women were like the typical southern women you know bless her heart and like all of you know they'll say the sweetest things but then the meanest things behind your back like i felt like that's that was the quintessential southern women in this scene it did give a nice balance between everything else that was happening in the episode with Riley is that yeah. you get all of this lightheartedness, which balanced the episode because Riley, I mean, as she always goes through, went through like crisis after crisis after crisis, because then they had the lights go out at the rub. Right. You know. And I, oh, you know what I just realized? There was no man meet Derek at the rub this week. Yeah, I noticed that right away. You did? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now I'm like, it's just dawning on me. Yeah. Well, because I think they, you know, well, I'll get into it in a second, but they had some other man meet on the show, so they were like, hey. <laughs> Only no one, yeah, one man meet <laughs> at a time. Man meet, one man meet at a time on the show. Um, but, yeah, no, I liked it. I don't know about you, and I don't know if I'm just a complete and total sap, but I cried during this episode total sap when did you cry <laughs> i cried because i felt can we get into the real deal right now yeah let's okay do it so to recap riley meets a man who's going to change her life forever for sure i had no clue dylan yes his name is dylan mm -hmm. he's played by josh hopkins who was is from cougar town and and founded hopkins medical center I'm just kidding. I don't <laughs> he's very cute. I've actually seen him in person, and he's very, very cute. Very tall, dark, and handsome. I like that they cast a really good-looking guy in this role because... He's, he's nice, too. He's, like, likable. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't seem swarmy or, like, sleazy. Well, because what, I mean, what he, what he ends up doing... I think coming from any other character would have seemed that way, right. which would have give, given Riley like a sure, like, I'm not going to do this. I am going to do this. But, um, yeah, I think it was more difficult when he was just a nice guy. Right. I mean, and he comes in and he is just, you know, a regular client. And I noticed a connection with them right away. What about you? Has he been on previous episodes? Never. They don't Okay. But they allude to the fact that he's always in there. But he hadn't been in there for a year. Right. Well, he's on, you know, the people on the list, it's usually not their first time coming in. Yeah. You know, so. Well, so he hadn't been on previous episodes, but then how long, how long has Riley been there altogether? Ooh, I don't know. Because more than a year, but a year had gone by. Season one was one year, right? I think so. So it was probably like right when she first started. Right. Okay. All right, just trying to get an idea. Yeah, yeah, but he's never, to my knowledge, he's never been on the show before. Now, this is something that struck me. I thought that he had kids. He does. But he's going out of town to Hong Kong for six months? That's true. That's a good point. Well, he said he's a single father um, and that his wife left him and his sons. Uh, I thought he was going to say he was widowed. I was like, oh, you know, he's going to be widowed. But he said that his wife left him mm -hmm. and... Um, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. He might have a mother-in-law or something or, like, a mom. Or maybe he's taking his kids with him. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? It wasn't really about the kids. Let's no. just be clear. <laughs> um, but he was very nice and he was very into Riley. And, yeah, he said he's going to be leaving for six months, which really isn't that long. Yeah. It, it, uh, no. I mean, not in the grand scheme of things. Right? But, yeah. There's women in Hong Kong. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Um, but he seemed to really like her and they really, you know, connected um, I like that he didn't flat out ask the question. He sort of 
Well, he asked her out to lunch first. Right. And so he really kind of, he was like, do you want to go out to lunch? Oh, I know what I wanted to say about that. Sorry. (laughs) I got really excited. Okay. I love how when she, when he asked her out to lunch, Mm -hmm. she did not say, I'm married. That would be like the first thing. That would have killed the entire fantasy. Well, I know. But that's the thing is like she was like, no, I'm a manager here. I don't date my clients, Mm -hmm. which I really liked. I mean, I obviously, yes, I get that it would have killed the fantasy. But the reason why she can't go out with him is because she's married. Yeah. I mean, yes, and she's the manager of that place. But Is this the first time that we found out that the only person that she slept with was Kyle? Yes. Because I found that shocking. Me too. Um, although, one of my best friends from high school, who actually reminds me a lot of Jennifer Love Hewitt, she looks very similar to her, mm-hmm. um, she was, I'm sure she's going to really love me talking about this, um, but when we were younger, she was, like, the most experienced out of all of us. Like, you know, she was the first person I knew that, like, kissed a boy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then she went to college, and she... Um, and you know, didn't have sex in high school, and she went to college, and she met her her now husband, mm-hmm. and that's still you know to this day they have two gorgeous kids, and it's the only person that she's the only ever. person she's ever slept with. But I would have never, if you had asked me like when I was fourteen, who was the first one of my friends to yeah. do the deed, I would have said her for sure. Interesting. You know? That is interesting. Yeah. So I was. I was surprised, but then again, I was like, oh, I can relate. I know someone, you know, similar, so. Well, it also makes, I think that it makes Riley as a character more likable when you know that, because what she does as a profession is a little, is a little whorish, you know, (laughs) but the fact that you know that she does this for, for money and it's strictly business, but she doesn't sleep with anybody. It's like, that's the line. She doesn't sleep with anybody. That's the line that she has or had. (laughs) Right. Um, and and so she she's a more likable character, you know, a prude, a prude that gives handies like that's right. that's that's easier to deal with. But she she had a really difficult decision to make. Yes. This episode. And I felt like, you know, her uh, her character went through a great journey. I liked that he came in. So the rub starts to have they have electrical issues. Yes. At the rub. And so I thought it just made things, you know, totally sexy with all the candles and all that. It was very sweet. But it was another bill um, that Riley needs to, you know, figure out. Mm-hmm. So add that to the list of the things she needs to pay for. Yep. Um, but yeah, so she walks into you know another appointment with Dylan, and he is sitting there with candles, and he has lunch for her. It looks like, and he basically brought lunch to her. Mm-hmm. And is that where that's where he poses the question? Right. That's when he tells her. He hands her the tip. He hands right. her a tip of a thousand dollars. And he's like, you're worth every penny. And then he was, and then he said that he has a hotel room and he would really like, he would pay her $50,000 for one night with her, which is that the amount that they offered an indecent proposal? Oh, or was I it, don't know. That's a good question. Or was it 1 million? I don't know. I think it might've been 1 million, but it was very much an indecent proposal. Right. Such, such titled that, you know, that that's why people are calling it the indecent proposal. Um, so you know, automatically she's of course thinking, you know, I can't do this, I can't do this. And he was like, Well, you know, just think about it. And I love Here's how, the key. Yeah. Give yeah. Her a key. Oh, but not yet. The first thing that she did was she went to Georgia. Right. And she talked to Georgia first and then he did give her a key and he was like, Look, if you change your mind and he was really it was really sweet about it, you know? And I think that probably just made him want her more. Right. 
Right. Of you don't want to be with somebody that's just going to be like, yeah, 50 grand. Come on. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there. What time? Yeah. Um, but when she talked to Georgia, Georgia basically told her that she had done, she had done that. Mm-hmm. And, but there's no going back once you do that. Yep. That once you make that decision, and she said she didn't regret it though, that she put a down payment on, you know, her business and she doesn't regret it. But, um, you know, is, it didn't I it I don't think it helped her decision any you know I don't think it made her be like okay or no well it Georgia said something that was really interesting she said that you should never do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable or anything that you're going to regret something something along those lines um, I wrote it down. and see. I the ironic thing about it was I once saw, you cross that line there's no going back there uh, it is yeah. oh well I that's all I wrote down <laughs> um, <laughs> um so what I totally forgot what I was going to say just now. Oh, so what I found interesting was that there was a real connection between Riley and Dylan. And so I would think that she would want to sleep with him without the money. Well, right. You know? No, I know. And if she wanted to sleep with him without the money, then why not just take the money and then pay off your, you know, the rub, the tutor, the lawyers, the mama's rehab, like everything, you know, because it would. It was the perfect opportunity to do that. My question is this. Would you do it? Yes. <laughs> I knew I, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I was going to ask you if you didn't ask me. But yes, I would do it. Would you? Yes, in a heartbeat. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Like, okay. I, if, I'm like, I almost want to do it now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but if he looks like that, and if it's that kind of situation, fine. Well, because I thought the moment between them was so tender. Right. He when, wasn't creepy at all. No, and he was like, she. she's at this point in life where she needs somebody to kind of be real with. And he was, she came in in a wig, and I like that AWOL Nation sale was playing. Okay, first of all, let me ask you this. Yeah, no, that was amazing. <laughs> um, did you think she was going to do it? I did. I did. But I didn't think that she was going to react the way she did afterward. Oh, That's no. what shocked Crying me. game shower? That's what shocked yeah. me so much. So, but what I found interesting was they were sitting down. He's like, I want the real you. You know, I want you to take off the wig. I want you to. And so she was, she was, she was the real her. And I felt like they had this great tender moment. Then right. it cuts to her crying in the shower with waterproof mascara. Yes. And I was like, why are you like, is it because like, I was wondering what she was thinking in that moment. Was, did she feel like she was betrayed Kyle? Because she was scrubbing her body like she felt dirty. Well, she had sex for money, Dua. I mean, I know we both said, we both just said, like, basically under oath, that we would do it. Basically under oath. Wait a minute. <laughs> I did not perjure myself. Well, under we oath. did it not under oath, but we said it in a public forum. Okay. Um, you know, we can go back and find this later in life. Um, I don't want to be on a date with some guy, and he's yeah. like, you said under oath, yeah, exactly. you would do this. Under oath. I know, I don't know why I made it so serious. Um, but, I mean, she, she, when you break it down, she had sex for money, and that is dirty dirty well now yeah. she's a whore yeah now she's a whore and like at what point like i mean fifty thousand. but hey i mean I, I don't know i honestly don't know how you would feel like or how i would feel well after you do something like that even no matter how cute they are no matter you know like i've definitely done things that not like not similar. I, I was going to start talking, but then I was like, "Well, I'm going to finish what you're what you were going to say." I don't know where I was going. But like, it doesn't matter how cute somebody is, or like you know how nice they are. 
if you're doing something wrong, like it's yeah. Well, it, I and she's a wife. She uh, has a husband. I feel like there was such like what she was doing before compared to what she did is a really small line. Yeah, you know, like the, like what she was doing, like how. Do, is it worse? Is it better? Is it different? Like what she was doing before, she was giving hand jobs for money and, and giving Do massages. Do we know how much the monetary difference is between the handies and the, the oh, sex? Are you, the money wise? I'm, yeah. I I mean I would probably I mean probably thousands of dollars. I would right. Think that so they, like that line isn't that fine. I mean if the money difference is quite large, you know what I mean? It's like a big step. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I'm going to give someone a handy, I'm, I might as well have sex with them. But that's just me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say oh it. Oh my gosh, you got to put that in your reel. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Good. But I'm just saying, like it, it is like it. When you put it that way, it is a fine line because yeah, like if I'm going to do that, it's just the next natural that. step. Um, yeah. For example, Jenna Jameson, before she was a porn star, she, um, she was a stripper. And she was a stripper. She stripped for uh, for a while, and then she got offered two thousand dollars to pee in a cup and have a guy make a guy drink it. So then she did that. So then after that, she started posing naked, and then after that, she started doing porn. So all these like little baby steps. After that, a little bit of porn isn't so bad. It's like you you gradually you know you don't just jump into the hot tub. You stick your toe in first, and then you kind of ease into it. So I wouldn't think that this is a huge step for her. But this episode and and what it represents is big, right? But I you know, so I, now she's had sex with two people. <laughs> she has, and it seems like she actually confessed to it. When you see what happens in the next, in like coming next week, right? She was like, "I had sex with someone," right? Like just as he seems to be getting out of prison, yeah. Too. Which can we talk about that for a minute? Yeah. Did Kyle rat out everybody? Because he seems he's he said I made a choice, and I chose you. Almost alluding to the fact that he ratted everybody out. Well, I love how I was like, I wrote, meanwhile, Kyle has regained phone privileges. <laughs> because, like, while she was doing her crying game shower, he was... Calling. Calling and calling and calling. Um, I think, obviously, he had to have ratted out his accomplice, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. and they did say, hold on, they did say something about that that I thought was really important, blah, 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 blah. Oh, wait. Sorry, we're going to skip around for a second. I know people don't like that. But I loved how Riley was like, to Dylan, she said, no kissing. She was like, we can't kiss. It was when very, was it was very costume. pretty woman. Yeah, it was very. And she did say that. Did you kiss him on the mouth? Yeah, she did <laughs> say that. Anyway, sorry. Just saw that and forgot about it. Um, okay. I oh. like that they do that. Like, that doesn't have as long as I don't kiss them, I won't feel anything. That's crap. Who can do that without kissing? I'm sorry. Uh -huh. Um... Oh, Kyle's accomplice helped him get clean, which we found out this week. That's true. Which, that's, I actually have that written down, which I find funny that it came from the lawyer. Right. Because isn't that supposed to be attorney-client privilege? And then <laughs> Riley was like, what? And he goes, oh, I thought you knew that. Oops. If you can let something slip out like that so easily. <laughs> that's true. But, I mean, she has family. So does attorney-client privilege, if you're married, does that I, count? Well, I just think it's, I mean, I don't know. He just seems, he seems like a really loose-tongued lawyer. That's true. And he's like, you might want to put some money away. Yeah. And she's like, 
great. You know, just another thing to add to the list of yeah. things she needs to pay for. But well, now she has fifty grand. Now she has fifty grand, and she has paid off everybody. Now, I thought it was really appropriate that the person that she saw right after this happened was Selena. Selena, thank you. I almost said Silva. I was like, I was waiting for you to help me get with the together. name. Get it together. Um, it was Selena because she? Now, I just thought it was interesting. Did she know what happened? No, she did because she was like, "How was the shower?" But it, it's almost like they had this conversation without words, like underneath all of the dialogue that we heard. Well, because you could tell. So after, okay, so Riley takes her crying game shower, and then she—I don't know why I keep calling it that, but it seems <laughs> like that's appropriate. Um, then you know she goes to the baby shower. Lacey is pissed because Riley has missed it, and she looks like hell. Yeah, and she was heated from the from going off before. Right, like she's just hot. All together. Right. And Lacey really needed her friend, and she's always there for Riley, so that was yeah. kind of messed up. But, you know, I get it. She was busy. I thought it was interesting that she had Selena babysit, out of all people. <laughs> Who, I thought that it was funny that she had, like, a bottle of open wine in her lap when she'd just gotten mad at Mama <laughs> for drinking while she was watching the kids. Selena's, like, reading a trash magazine with, like, a bottle but of Mama wine. Mama was also on pills, though, before <laughs> we knew. You know, so... So, you know, the combo is not okay. Yeah. Wine only is okay, <laughs> just so you know. Um, but I thought, yeah, it was interesting that, A, that she was there, and I was like, I thought she was going to tell her. I thought Riley was yeah. going to be like, dude, I mean, because you could tell, like, something was up. And I, I, I thought that some somehow, some way, Selena knew, only because Selena would, I, I guarantee you, because Selena knows that cry, because she's probably cried that cry before. Bef- right, you know, before- <laughs> a long time ago. But I'd yeah. notice that cry anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, can we? I Evan's storyline is really kind of boring to me. Evan and his mm-hmm. new chick. Yeah, I. It's not. It's not working. No, it's 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 not. I know they want to give him something else, but I think they're just kind of like pulling him away from the show more. Yeah, a little bit. Cause yeah, but he might be well. Predictions. I don't know. Oh I'll no! Say, I'll say, well, he's a cop. Is he gonna get killed? No. Ooh. Oh my gosh! Ooh, a death would be nice. Yeah. Whatever happened to? <laughs> have they? Have they? Have they brought back Carmine yet? Oh, you mean uh, Ginger Meatloaf? No, not Ginger Meatloaf. Oh, Ginger Meatloaf was back last week. You missed that. Was it? Yeah, a mugshot. Only his mugshot. But yes. No, not Ginger Meatloaf. Carmine, the uh, stripper, the shady, uh, the shady strip club owner. Oh, no. We thought he was going to be a big deal, but yeah. he's not. Oh, they should bring him back. I know. Jonathan Sheck. Yeah, he was oh. good. He was good. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm, they set it up to be kind of. Yeah. Like it's a open. Big deal. It's an yeah. open door. Yeah. I would like to see him and Kyle get into a big fight. Me too. Mm. Me too. They, they need a good guy fight. A good, really good choreographed guy fight. They've had one with like Kyle With the and brother, yeah. yeah. They need another one. It's time. Yeah. That was last season. This is a new season, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was the end of last season. Well, they're, and they have a lot of heat, though, because of Riley and that whole situation. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe they will. Which, And I think that that's probably the reason that they're pushing Evan to the side is because they're getting ready to now introduce Kyle back in. Right. And this would be an easier transition because I would also love to see some intimate, sweet moments with Kyle and Riley. I don't know if you're going to get that. I I think that we might. 
I think because at the very very end of the episode, they grab hands, and he's like, I, "I, you know, I chose you. I need you." And she was like, "I, I need you too." I think that they might have like just. I don't think it'll be like episodes and episodes, but like a scene or two of like, you know what? I've missed you. This is great. Right before the crap hits the fan again, which it will. Right. Do you think he's gonna find out that she? She tells him. She said, "I slept with somebody." She, they didn't. She, that's probably a dream sequence. Oh. We'll talk, they're, about they're, we'll they're talk about that. Them and their misdirection. I know. Got me again. Yeah, you can't take it. Yeah, you can't take it word for word. Yeah. But, but I mean, this has definitely, I mean, talk about an episode. I was like glued to my seat the whole time. I was just like. You were glued to the seat or to the TV? I glued to my seat. <laughs> I don't know. It's Wednesday. Clearly I need to do this on Mondays and so much more together. I was so glued to my seat. <laughs> I was. I couldn't move. And I was crying, which clearly I have a soul and do it is not. I didn't know. Yes. No. And I've established that a long time ago. I just, you know what part got me when she, when I realized she was really going to do it? Because I, I was a little like, are they going to go there yet? Are they not? You know, la, 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 la. Um, and yeah, that got me. Like once she was like really doing it, I was like, whoa, dude. And you didn't I think she was? that she got... I just didn't know if they were going to go there and yeah. how they were going to go there and how it was all going to go down. But yeah. I'm glad they did. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm glad that they made him go away after. Right. I think that that was important because it also puts a, hey, I'm, you know, it's it's always that situation. Hey, I'm leaving leaving town or, hey, I'm here from Europe. I'm only here for the night, you know, like, let's make this special. Like, it really put it let it didn't leave the window open for them to have anything in the future. That's true. Well, six months from now, I mean... But six months from now, I, f- I mean, I feel like maybe next season they'll probably bring him back because it would, it would be great to bring him back at the most inopportune time. You don't well. think he could, like, come back and be like, what if, ooh, what if she's pregnant? They didn't even talk about protection. I would hope that she <laughs> would... I would hope... Accidents happen, do I? <laughs> Just, I'm turning it into days of our lives all of a sudden. Um, I, that's oh, that would be terrible. That would be awful. That would be really sad, actually. But I mean, he she could come or he could come back and be like, I know I was supposed to go to Asia, but like I'm so in love with you, I can't stop thinking about you, or something like that. Maybe. Oh, yeah. that would be creepy. Didn't he offer for her to come or to to come meet him in Hong Kong or something? Am I totally delusional right now? I don't remember that, but possibly. I thought he was like, if you ever need to. I don't Bang know. it out again? Yeah. If you ever, <laughs> ever want to come to Hong Kong. If you ever want to have a slam session in a foreign country, yeah. I'm going to be in Hong Kong. Physically. You know what? I think that didn't happen. I think that what he was... <laughs> no, I think what he was saying, I thought originally when he'd asked for the last night in at the Houston hotel, that he was actually asking her to like come to Hong Kong with him oh. for a second. And then a second. A second. Just, just come for, just back. for a second. Just for a second. <laughs> but then he was like, my last night here. And so right. I'm, I'm mistaken. I've I've corrected myself. All is good. Gotcha. But yeah, great episode. So pumped. It was good. I liked the flashback that they did with, yeah, because I saw like the flashback showed, the flashback with Kyle and Riley showed uh, the similarity between Dylan and Riley. Like he made this like, there was like that nice little like, 
picnic on the ground yeah. with the candles. And that's the same thing that Kyle did for Riley. You know, and then she saw it like through the mirror. I like the way they did that shot. And like times were nicer yeah. when you had like little um, bangs. <laughs> well, we forgot to mention Jennifer Love Hewitt directed this episode. Oh, she did. Yes, good for her. So I thought that was cool, and um, I follow her on Twitter, of course. And she was saying that she was trying to find like really cool ways to shoot the different scenes. And I thought that was really cool how she was like looking at the mirror, and, and then it yeah, like, and then went it re- to the flashback. Well, and it reflect well, it reflected. She looked yeah. at what reflected, and then she saw herself mm-hmm. younger and pregnant with cute straight bangs. And doesn't Kyle seem softer in those flashbacks? Everyone, yeah. yeah, like jail has hardened him. It, it has. Well, it's made yeah. him rough and tough. <laughs> yeah, black guys yeah. make you look hard. Seriously, he's uh, cute. I'm glad he's out. I'm glad he's out of jail. Is it? Well, is he out though? I believe so. Right, that's the impression that I get. That's the impression that you get. But I'm not sure if he is. Like, I'm not going to believe it until I actually see him out. But it seems like he's. I feel like that's everybody, you know, everybody's in prison is always like, I'm getting out, man. I'm getting out. Right. I'm getting out. <laughs> I'm not going to be in here anymore. How many people in prison do you know, Dua? Um, just a few. <laughs> um, <laughs> a few ex-boyfriends. No. Current. No big deal. Current. Mainstream. Um, um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Too close for comfort. Um, um, well, I mean, and that, oh, you know what we forgot to mention, too, is that um, Dylan had said he hadn't had sex in over a year. I know it's a television show. What guy that looks like that has not had sex in over a year? You really believe he was that brokenhearted that he... Well, he's like a businessman. I don't know. I'm. He goes to Hong Kong where there's like probably Asian prostitutes everywhere. He is on the client list. Right? I mean, I don't know if I believe that. Well, right. Like, is getting a handy like I mean that doesn't maybe that's what's hold, been holding him over. Yeah, maybe exactly. he just you know he just goes to the different places and gets hand, gets handies yeah. all the time. I wouldn't. I mean, I would believe what he says. It is a television show, and he has kids, and I would think that maybe he's busy with his kids, busy, busy with his work, and he just doesn't have time for. He only has time for a handy. Well, and he and he wants to like he actually likes Riley, so to proposition somebody, it also puts him in control. When you're offering somebody money to do what you tell them to do. He has the upper hand, so it's you know. Yeah. In 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 my perspective, I think. I wonder why fifty thousand. I wonder. It's a nice round number, right? But like, not taxable. Not taxable. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> that I mean, hey, I, I I'm glad she did it. I I know it's sad for her, but <laughs> you almost sound proud. <laughs> I am. I'm I'm glad she did it. I am. I'm glad she did it. She needed to. She had stuff to pay for, and yeah. that was not. You know, it's made, it's made life easier and harder at the same time. Yeah. Well, and I like. There are a lot of people that will just have sex just for the sake of having sex. He was a nice guy, you know, and she did it. And she was. She's a businesswoman. She's a capitalist. She needs. She's a survivor. It's well, what, right. You know. How often is the guy like? I mean, I I, I don't know because I don't have sex for money, but. How often is the guy, you know, cute, nice, and basically kind of like wined and dined her? Well, mm-hmm. I guess, I guess like high class escorts, they do that, right? Yeah. They like wine and dine you and then bang, yeah. bang you. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Well, well is there is there anything else that you want to talk about before we get into news and gossip? No. We're good. All right. Let's go. After Buzz TV News. Woo-hoo. Look um, at all your papers over there. Oh, I know. <laughs> I've got a lot. 
Um, not a lot, but a lot of papers. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, Jennifer Love Hewitt was on Ellen, and I watched it hey. because, yes. Well, Ellen was co-hosting with Matthew Perry, who I just think is a sexual man beast. Like, Yummy on a stick. Yes, I love him. Agreed. He's funny. If he's single and wants to call me, I... Love. I like that you always turn the show into a personal ad. Uh, I know, I'm like, and you can call me here. I bet he has fifty thousand dollars. I bet he does. <laughs> um, I will do that for free. Um, but he was co-hosting with Ellen, <laughs> and um, Jennifer Love Hewitt came on, and she was wearing this dress. Which I mean, Jennifer Love Hewitt has great boobs, and if I had those boobs, I would be. You know, definitely showcasing them as well. Mm -hmm. But it was a black, you know, short number. And I mean, I have pictures of it here, but it was very, like, had a very plunging deep neckline. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Oh, it's, it's totally, it's completely and totally sleeveless. It's almost like a corset type dress, and her right. boobs are just plunging out. Right, and it's very nice. I like the expression on Matthew Perry's face. <laughs> well, he couldn't. He couldn't Actually, speak. Yeah, he was supposed to talk to her as well, and he made a couple comments saying, you know, that he was trying, you know, to look in in her eyes and <laughs> talk to her, but he could barely. He could barely speak. Oh, this is great! You guys should look this up online. This yeah. is hilarious. And Ellen actually had um, Jennifer Love Hewitt was on Shape Magazine um, a few months ago. I think it was uh-huh. February. Maybe not. But, you know, this year she was on Shape Magazine, the cover. And, you know, she was, Ellen gave Matthew that and was trying to, like, be like, oh, well. And he was like, great. And he was, like, flipping through it, you know, just looking at pictures of her. It was very funny. Um, And she was saying uh, in that interview, to top it all off, despite the cleavage-bearing dress, she was saying um, her grandmother calls her her little TV hoe. Her grandmother in Texas. And she's like, Grandma, you can't, you know, just go around saying that. Like, that's... It's like obviously not. That's my little TV. Yeah, I thought that was cute. I thought that was cute. But the interview is very funny, and you should watch it online. Uh, it's from this week, I believe. Excellent. So, I'm sure that you can go on to Ellen.com. Yeah. And- Check it out. And my only other real thing is that... You have fake things? <laughs> my, only, my only other real piece of news. My other real piece of news and gossip. Okay, so because he was on this episode, so Josh Hopkins, who played Dylan, mm-hmm. he has been rumored to be dating Courtney Cox for a very long time, actually. Ooh, don't tell David Arquette that. Well, they're divorced now. <laughs> I know. Um, I think he's still sad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, and they've never admitted that they were dating Mm -hmm. or romantically involved in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Um, Even though, and they, I guess, just this week were spotted out to dinner at Craig's in West Hollywood together and Mm. looking mighty cozy. Mm. No one's got any pictures of them kissing or anything, but they go on vacations together and things like that. Interesting. So Keep your eyes open. Yeah, keep your eyes open. (laughs) I know it's silly, like, who's dating who, but... I find it are you, interesting. Are you kidding me? That's like what TMZ thrives on, who's dating who. I know. There's, and all these papers are just pictures of... Yeah, see? I mean, this picture, that's like them. Like, That noodling. is cozy. <laughs> can you get this picture? I, can you see that? They're awfully cozy. They're awfully cozy. So, awfully cozy. anyway, good for her. He is very cute, so... Yeah. She that, looks good. Oh, yeah. She looks amazing. She looks good. She's like, what, almost 50? Uh, probably like 40, closer to like 45, maybe. Yeah. I like that there are older women in Hollywood now. I felt like, like, I feel like, I feel like a few years ago it just didn't happen, and now there are a lot of, you know, older Hot, women. Older yeah. women, yeah. So, anyway, that's your, that's Any, all the news and gossip I have for you. All right. You got any good, uh, 
predictions. <laughs> and now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Clearly, everything has changed. Um, we saw in the previews for next week, it's very church-centered. Mm-hmm. She's confessing mm-hmm. for her sins. She's riddled with guilt. She's riddled with guilt, which I understand. I mean, she's a mother, she's a wife, and it looks like her, it looks like Kyle's out of jail next week. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm gathering all of my papers here. Um, so, I think, like, once they settle back into home life, things are just getting really messy. The question is, I do think that's a um, dream or some sort of fantasy when she tells him that she's... You don't think that's real? No. Okay. What about you? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I do think... I think she would... I, you know, if she's, if she's so riddled with guilt, I think that maybe she did just confess it. But I don't know why she would confess that and not the rub, because I would think that that's like longer lasting. My one prediction is that I do think that um, that Kyle ratted everybody out, and I think that that is going to come back to haunt him and put his family in danger. I think Evan is included in that. I think he knows something about the accomplice. That's my big prediction. Yeah, I predicted that a few weeks ago. I think so. Yeah. But you, uh, your or is good with your predictions. Yep. So, where can we find you? Uh, at Sarah on the go, Sarah with an H. Excellent. I'm Dua Casey. You can find me at uh, on Twitter at. Do a Casey, D U A K I S S I. This is so much fun, and we will be back next week. Well, I'll probably be with David. Sadly, I might be here. Okay, we'll good. See. We'll keep good. the audience guessing. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep you on your toes. Good night, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 